everyone, and welcome back to the Will Be Right podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Hannah. And, and I'm Rachel. <gasps> Hi, I'm just Rachel. intro you in. Uh, oh, sorry. That's <laughs> fine. Again. No, we don't need to do it redo 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 no we're not gonna redo it rachel can you give our listeners a little bio of who you are hi i'm rachel i am hannah's little sister um i'm in grad school for social work right now i have a part-time job an internship and full-time school i've got a cat her name is curious george she lives up to her name every day. She likes to steal any carb-related thing that is left on the table. We have learned. <laughs> um, yeah. What was I donuts do, most recently? Donuts or croissants? I can't remember. One oh, of yeah. the two. But the donut, she did open the box. Like, it was a closed box. Wow. Uh, but, yeah. I Right now, majority of my life is school and internship and work. Outside of that. I do drawings and I mean, work with kids. Wow. I feel so honored that you would take the time out of your Thursday evening to hang out with yeah. us. Um, also it's just better than doing homework. <laughs> just quickly, Hannah, how are you holding together? It's currently not even 7am our time. How are, you, how are you doing over there? Well, our listeners cannot see me, which is probably for the best. Um, <laughs> I literally joined this call like coming out of bed. And the thing is, is I've woken up at 7 a.m. before. I've been a little bit sick this week. And so I've been sleeping in a little bit and yeah. I'm working a little bit later because the mornings are a little tougher. So um, just a cold, but it has been kicking my little butt. Love it. So anyways, I look just about as good as I feel and I look brr, 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 terrible. <laughs> oh no. I mean, your eyebrows look really nice. I got Your eyebrows do. Yeah. Yeah. They look well-maintained. Rachel, you have good eyebrows too. Is it genetic? Yes. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Oh, amazing. We'll have the to be side by side with those eyebrows. That. Yeah. <laughs> Guess whose brows on Instagram? <laughs> Cut it off. Guess the brow. I love that. Um, how often do you guys talk often? Like in general? Um, it really depends because like Snapchats or quick texts are very different than like the long talks. Well, they are always like the most random, sure, I feel yeah. like, where it's just like, okay, do you have 45 minutes or like, do you have a little <laughs> bit of time? Yeah. You have 30 minutes? Like, let's go. Yeah. I think that sometimes they're also kind of, um, I don't know if need-based is the right term for it, but kind of spurred by something, right? Like, um you know, something's happened in Minnesota, something's happened in one of our lives yeah. and we want to talk about it or debrief about it. And so they're kind of spurred by that. Whereas, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Snapchats and quick texts are yeah. much more regular. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the Snapchats are a, a lot of pictures of cats uh, mm-hmm. between the two of us. So I really know how well George is doing. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, so Rachel and I we like talk semi-regularly about our lives, but we have asked them to bring a culture quirk to us this week. Yeah, let's go. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty excited because it's rare that somebody else does the culture quirk. 
Yeah, okay. So this culture quirk is more of related to people like the fact that you have moved to Australia, other people being in different cultures. I don't know if you realize this, but like the words that you use and even kind of your oh. accent change. The amount of times that you have used the word keen since moving to <laughs> Australia has been a sharp increase. And the first couple of times I heard you say it, I was like, well, what is going on? Or like when you're calling it uni, I'm like, um, it's college. Um, even if it is a university, because in the United States, most frequently, like, I'm going to the University of Minnesota, but it's like, nope, I'm in college right now. I'm in grad school. It's more about, right. like, what degree you're getting yes. or the name of the school. So it was, like, very jarring to be like, oh, um, <laughs> these are new words. Like, now I have to get used to them. Yeah. Uh, and I did notice, okay, I was listening to, when I was listening to the podcast, you had another person from the United States, I think, who yeah. moved to Perth. Yeah. Her accent was very, like, semi-Australian, where it was like, I can tell that you've been here for a long time yeah. because... <laughs> It was really jarring of like, this is just like different. It kind of is just like a mix. That is so, so I was actually just talking with my in-laws this weekend about that or last week, I guess. Um, so we had a family dinner and we were talking about how I'm um, trying to indoctrinate my nephew into loving Thanksgiving. And my mother-in-law pointed out that it probably makes the most sense to try to indoctrinate them as well so that then they also start indoctrinating my nephew. Yeah. Which, um, wow, like grand plans here. I'm here for it. I love it. Master plan yeah. vibes. But it's like they're on board. Yeah, but it's really interesting. So she was saying that there's certain words that they are using a little bit more that are kind of American words for things such as um, laundry, I think, was one of them. Yeah, rather than washing. Washing, doing yeah. washing Versus doing the laundry. Um, and I was saying, oh, there's definitely Australian words that I have been, you know, obviously it goes both ways. Probably yeah. more so living here that I'm getting these. Um, no one's intentionally indoctrinating me into this. Mm. <laughs> I'm just living into it. Um, but yeah, I was just telling my mother-in-law that keen has become a huge part of my vocabulary. Oh yeah. I love it. Keen and reckon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That is, and it's so funny for me because like listening to the podcast, I'll like wait, um, a couple episodes and then I'll be like, I'm going to binge listen to this. <laughs> or like if I'm having a bad day, I'm like, oh my gosh, they don't have a new episode out yet. <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> Like, I'm waiting for the next one. Honestly, it'll you know, probably get so to the point where I, like, re-listen. You'll be like, wow, our our listens have really spiked. It'll just be me listening to everything on loop. Oh, my gosh. They're like, oh, wow, our listens really spiked. I should probably check in on Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel's yeah. doing <laughs> Yeah. Wow, um, I love that one. When I went back to the States in May, I also, people in my life were like, what? like in response to some of the words that I was choosing that I didn't even realize I'd switched over. Like yeah. I didn't realize that I'd switched over laundry to washing until they were like, huh? 
Do you know what I mean? Wow. I think there are certain words that like reckon and keen you just use so regularly that you don't realize that you haven't been using it your whole life. Although like reckoning keen specifically, I know that those are both like Australians, like Australian words, but I've even noticed that I am now saying bin more than like trash can. Interesting. I know. So I, the one that I just recently noticed was boot. Oh, the car. Yeah. Instead of trunk. Oh. Yeah. I still say pop the trunk. Sure. As kind of like a phrase, but like, can you put it in the boot or did you mm-hmm. check the boot? Mm-hmm. Um, or, or bench, which as I hate it. So that one I'm a little bit mad about. Oh, <laughs> I'm not bench. bench instead of countertop. Oh, I, it's very confusing. I don't like it because there's also things that are benches. And so I don't need, you don't need to, yeah, the one word. word for a lot of different things. I know. Yeah. I remember the first time that bench was introduced to me. It was during one of my visits here, and I was at my mother in law's, and I was looking for something, and she goes, "Oh, it's on the bench," and they have yeah. a bench in their house, <sighs> a countertop in their house, and I was like, "Okay," so I went to the bench, not there, and she was like, "Dell, it's in the kitchen," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> Very confusing. Anyways, I love that culture quirk. I love your perspective on that culture quirk. Yeah. Can I actually ask one more question about that culture quirk? Have you picked up anything? Do you think? Because I know dad. (laughs) After, well, and this is before I moved here, but this was while I was dating Jared. My dad changed his Siri to, or our dad changed his Siri to Australian Siri. It was an immediate switch. That is so I'm not I, like it. it cracks me up. I love it. So nerdy. <laughs> it's so funny. <sighs> but yeah, look, that's some like real love and acceptance from the parental front. But right. um so other than so dad obviously has changed his his um like he'll start sometimes on saying directions in an Australian accent, but I don't think that has anything to do with me or Jared. I think it has to do with his Siri. Um, <laughs> and it's joking. Have you, have you like taken on any of those words? Do I don't think? think so. Honestly, like I, but I will, I keep having like Australian stuff show up on my TikTok. <laughs> I messaged you guys on Instagram because I got a Perth-based photographer pop up on my TikTok and I was like, oh my gosh. Was it me? I, it wasn't you. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I, I, was like <laughs> I, I was like, I feel like it's well on its way. When it does happen, I will 100% blow up the Instagram <laughs> like that and be we'll like, be oh waiting. my gosh. I said keen (laughs) yeah I'll let you know when I if I start picking up this like I honestly there is just between the different places that I work in class I there is so much different uh usage of words Mm -hmm. where I'm like I think that my brain would not be able to pick up on Australian words because there's already so many other words it's picking up on Your brain's at full capacity. It really is. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, well, we heard about that at the beginning. I feel like that's probably a very valid hearing about your schedule at the beginning. Um, Your brain being at full capacity makes total sense. Yeah. 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 Um, 
I kind of, so I literally have so many questions for you guys. And I feel like it's because I have a shared experience with you guys, obviously with my siblings back in the States as well. So um, I kind of just wanted to talk about what your relationship is like and specifically what it was like before Hannah moved anywhere. Okay. So here's the thing. Hannah moved when I was still in high school. Yeah. Yeah. So the first time, okay. I have this very vivid memory of when (sighs) Hannah um, went to college. I was still in high school. I have come to learn that this is actually a symptom of ADHD where it's like, if you don't see someone, you just like don't have the capacity to miss them. But then when I saw her, I just, like it hit me that she had been gone and I remember just bawling my eyes out when she came back for fall break her freshman year of college and just hugging her for like five minutes Uh, and being like oh my god I missed you so much yeah it's like all of the feelings hit me at once I was like oh no she hasn't been here yeah yeah. Very out of sight, out of mind. hundred <laughs> percent. It's so bad. Definitely one of the less fun things about having ADHD. That's so funny. Um, would but you... Go ahead. That was, that was in the country. So I left, but I, I was like nine hours away. Yeah. Yeah. Driving. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Was... Um, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I think it that felt almost as far for me of like, oh, until okay. I went to college, because then Hannah would like pick me up when we were going back home. That's um, true. And then it was like, oh, this is exciting. Like I get to see Hannah. So it didn't feel like she was as far away because we would mm-hmm. have road trips together. Mm-hmm. But then when she was like in another country or when there's one point where we were both in other countries and it was just like trying to adjust to that also trying to figure out like the time differences mm. so difficult I think that our relationship probably suffered the most during time difference issues mm. because it's not like it you know it's really hard to just be able to pick up the phone yep and call someone when all of the time that you're awake (laughs) they're asleep and obviously it's not all of the time unless Rachel was sleeping like you know the grand majority of the day which was not the case (laughs) but like um you know they're in school or they're asleep or they're you know that was a tough that was really tough I think that one of the things that's really helped with that has been those random texts and snapchat honestly so just being able to kind of keep each other updated throughout the day with just little pictures because like not every day has something to report on yeah or sometimes it's just so chaotic but I do remember there was a a large period of time where we would send pictures of anything pineapple related because of the show psych so it'd be like oh "Oh, I saw like a pineapple in the store like I thought of you or like I saw this person wearing a pineapple where it's like oh this is a nice reminder to like check in also, I think that, like, we have both learned to communicate as we have aged, uh, and that is a much more beneficial thing to be able to be like, hey, this is what I need from you at this point, and not mm. having it be, like, a childhood spat. It's just like, no, we are adults, and we can communicate, mm. and we can move on, which has been, like, 
honestly, really great foundation for other relationships because I'm like, mm. it's possible with me and my sister, so it better be possible <laughs> with you. <laughs> so, yeah, so as some kind of like timeline, so I went to uni, to college in, well, Rachel was in high school. Were you a junior? Yeah, I believe I was a junior because I was three years behind you. So that's 11th grade for our non-American listeners. So Rachel was in 11th grade and I went to college, to uni, um, about nine hour drive from Minnesota. And so I would come back. I came back pretty regularly though. Like I came back for pretty much, well, I came back for every single holiday, like major holiday. Uh, You know, I came back during the breaks. So I, I still saw family regularly, but like that was the first time I left. Then the next year when Rachel was a senior in high school, so last year of high school, I went and studied abroad in Europe. So I was in, I was in Europe all year. And then Rachel's first year of uni college, um, we were both in the States. And it's actually so funny is Rachel's college and it is a college. Yeah, not a university. Um, they don't accept grad students. That's the <laughs> difference. Um, so Rachel's college was like literally you just like the ex there was like an exit I had to take when I was on my way home from my university it like it was right there that's where their college was so like I would stop by and pick them up Rachel was like right in the middle love that like right yeah about halfway brilliant yeah convenient Um, and then convenient for your parents too very. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have to worry about how I was getting home from breaks. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the deals actually was that I picked Rachel up. <laughs> they were like, Rachel can go here, Hannah, as long as you pick her up. <laughs> oh no, that was the other, it was a different deal. It was Hannah. Oh, well, so I think they helped, I think they helped pay for gas on the way up. Uh, like to get a home. They would help pay for gas, but I obviously, but like what well, was stopping to pick Rachel up if I didn't stop to pick Rachel up, it would have been all of a three minute detour that I skipped. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're a real dick move. Um, <laughs> so then while Rachel was still in university, I went to Korea and then Australia and then. Wait, wait, I- wait. While you were in Korea, I went to Italy. That's true. And you got to come visit me. I never got to go to Korea when you were there. I. I'm so sad about it still. You, it, the country is still there. You can. <laughs> what? I thought it left when you left. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so honestly, that kind of started this, this like, I don't know if it's a running joke, but this idea in my head that my parents um, were like really into Rachel and I traveling and and living and studying abroad because they wanted us a place to visit. Oh, funny. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, but they still like they're. I think they right now are very happy with the one child out of like out of the country and one child five minutes away. Yeah. yeah. The expectation was that I would be not living in Minnesota and Hannah would mm. be. Yeah. What was the expectation that Hannah was going to buy your parents' house from them? <laughs> I've told them that I want, actually, I've told my uncle I want his house. Oh, nice. Um, he told me he's going to outlive me, though, so. Oh. 
<laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> it's Uncle Joel. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that, is so, that is so funny. Do you actually think he'll outlive you? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it, it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> um, if anyone's going to, it's going to be him. Um, but I will say, I did move back to the States and was like really excited to be close to family, spend time with family. Rachel um, was about to graduate from university in, in Iowa. College. So I was in college in Iowa. Um, <laughs> I was like, great, perfect timing. So Jared and I moved back to the States. It's going to be great. We're going to live near everybody. And then Rachel was like, psych. And oh, yeah, I, just... I moved back to Iowa. And you moved back to Iowa. <laughs> Rachel was like, actually, no, I'm like really digging this distance situation. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is fun. <laughs> um, what so... you said earlier, sorry, Hannah, go ahead. So Rachel stayed in Iowa for the first, like, so Jared and I lived in the States for three and a half years. Rachel was in Iowa for three of those years. Wow. (laughs) Um, And then moved back to Minnesota, but not just back to Minnesota, moved in with us. (laughs) Oh yeah. I like was not planning on moving back to Minnesota. And then Hannah was like, hey, Rachel, guess who's leaving the country soon? You should come live with me. And I was like, okay, if I can find a job. And she was like, hey, Rachel, I found you a job. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it, was, it was like, we're moving soon. I want to live in the same state as you. Honestly, I love that. So, I, my memory is that Iowa is the worst. And you were like, I'm thinking of moving. And I was like, great timing we are moving yeah i'm so sorry can you hear coco in the background a little bit it'll just add a little bit of spice to it's a little ambiance yeah coco has entered the chat this thing where she like lays on the ground oh and chases her shadow Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's why george wasn't allowed down here because i put a little i got a two dollar cat house at aldi um it works really well and because it was on clearance but she loves it and it's very loud um nice um going off of you mentioned you know what the expectation was growing up that you would be the one traveling around and that hannah would be the one that was in minnesota um how did you respond when hannah told you that she would be moving abroad so many times I wasn't surprised. I wasn't the one with the expectation that it was going to be that way. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. I mean, because for a lot of my like teenage years and going into adulthood, it was just like, this is the norm. Hannah is traveling, even if it's a different state or like, oh, she's traveling abroad in college for one year. Like I knew when she went into college, we had talked about this, that one of the expectations for the college was that she had to spend a year abroad. So I knew even before she left for college that that was going to be something. And we had had the opportunity to travel when we were younger. And um, Hannah was a lot more adept at like going with the flow and like using her language uh, skills. 
Yeah. Uh, like when we went to Spain when we were little, I would like refuse to speak Spanish. And Hannah was like, I'm ready. Hannah's and like, I'm a like, local actually. Yeah. Estoy en España. So <laughs> keeping it, I am two and a half years older than Rachel. So we were traveling when I was in high school and Rachel was still were you in middle school then? Or was I had it- just turned 13 when we went to Spain. We were in Spain and I turned 13. I became a teenager in another country. So I was in seventh or eighth, seventh grade. Okay. okay. So like big difference developmentally, <laughs> you know, where you're at of being afraid of other <laughs> humans because you think they're going to judge you. Just like, yeah, I mean, developmentally we were at different points, but personality wise I like I'm extremely extroverted Rachel's actually also very extroverted I in terms of I'm ambiverted is what I've realized because okay. in certain situations I am like heck yeah and then in, in situations where I don't know my role I'm like please mm. nobody talk to me fair enough okay. yeah so so like it but it was very interesting and and I do think that Rachel and I, maybe not so much anymore as adults, but like Rachel and I fell into the, um, like, I guess I'd say a stereotypical older sister, younger sister dynamic. And yeah, obviously I wasn't there after I'd left, being that I left. Um, but from what I understand, after I left, your you kind of um, grew in your your kind of confidence as like being the person to, if there was a language. So Rachel and I both went to an immersion elementary school. So we were both fluent in Spanish. My parents did not speak Spanish. So um, if there was a Spanish need, it yeah. fell on us. It was not regular, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it has come up. I think like two years ago, I had to be on the phone for my parents, like, talking to a car like they're like oh we can we return our car at this time and like there was clearly a lot of frustration on both ends and I was like I can recognize this accent let me just check to see if this person speaks Spanish yeah and like had a whole conversation I'm still very like self-conscious of my Spanish Mm -hmm. but weirdly enough I feel more comfortable talking to a native speaker than I do to somebody who has Spanish as like a second language or something mm-hmm. that they took in school mm-hmm. because I'm like at least if I mess up with a native speaker they know I am not the best at this <laughs> and yeah. they're usually like oh, okay um, and because of the way that we learned at the immersion school is a lot more talking uh. first and then mm-hmm. like makes sense yeah but I think that after after I moved out, when I was traveling, when I was doing all these things, Rachel kind of stepped like that confidence that that's grew into it. But when we were traveling together as a group, as a family, I think I fell into that like older sister, stereotypical older sister role yeah. more, um, which is maybe why. Well, no, nah, I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, I just, I liked being home. Mm-hmm. Um, I, this is not not a surprise being like a very nostalgic person I think it makes sense that it would be like me who stays um 
I think it's just does... a being organized person that makes sense that you are not there. Because for me, moving was a mess. I yeah, don't. I <laughs> okay, Hannah was there. She knows it was a mess. She experienced it firsthand. I don't have attention to detail, which is what you need when you are moving from <laughs> one place to another. I have no sense of detail. I'm just like. Rachel's like. I would live abroad, but I just can't figure out the logistics. <laughs> That's what it would be. It would be like, oh, uh, I can't figure out this paperwork. It wouldn't even be that. It would be like, this paperwork is taking too long. I cannot sit <laughs> down and fill it out. Like, yeah. That is so funny. Um, sorry, not we're not jumping ship. A lot of these questions all kind of feed into each other, but... When Hannah told you that she was dating Jared, um, A, what was your response? But B, with that, did you expect her to then move abroad full time? Um, okay, so they were friends for a long time, as many people may know. They were yeah. friends. And I remember when they were just friends, Hannah being like, oh, my gosh, like, I think I have a crush on him. <laughs> and so, like, I was there. I was like... I okay there's lots of reasons that I love Jared and one of the reasons was I don't know if Hannah, I think I might have told Hannah this is that I had threatened all of Hannah's boyfriends before um classic younger sister <laughs> like I am not a very intimidating person but I, I would know. be like so I Jared was the first person who didn't laugh in my face when I said if you hurt my sister I will hurt you um he said no that makes sense and I was like okay cool <laughs> I like him um but he also before he like officially asked Hannah out so I did get a lot of the like oh my gosh like he's really nice I really like him which I was all about yeah I love love <laughs> but before Jared went to go visit Hannah in Korea, Hannah's birthday was coming up and he helped me pick out a birthday present for her. So the pineapple thing comes into play. So he actually went on to Australian, Am or not Amazon, eBay. And he said, hey, these are some things that I think that she would like. And he sent me like different things and they were all pineapple themed clothing. Um, and so I picked one, I like sent him the money and he like wrapped it up and he was like, Hey, do you want me to write a note for Hannah for her birthday? And so he like helped me write it. Well, he wrote it, but it was like from me, I wrote, yeah. texted him mm -hmm. something. Um, and I was like, yep, I like this person. Um, I was so excited. <laughs> I was definitely like meeting him in person again. I think the accent thing was just very jarring for me. I did think that he like threatened to cut my head off. He did not. He was making fun of the fact that all the men at my dad's side of the family are bald, but yeah. you know, accents and hearing losses don't really mix well. Yeah. <laughs> so that, um, that birthday gift thing, I lost it. Like I was crying. I, at that point, uh, yeah, it's like, we've talked about holidays are tough being abroad. Holidays are tough and birthdays fall into that. Like you miss your family a little extra on kind of these like little special days. And Jared came to visit me and gave me a birthday present. And I thought it was from him. And then I opened it up and it was from Rachel. 
and I cracked it. Like I was crying. It was, and then he explained that he'd been working with them and like, you know, to find it and like write the, write the card from Rachel and, um, you know, like Rachel, like transcribed the card from Rachel or whatever. Um, and for me, that was actually a big, like, I don't know, turning point isn't quite the right word because I really liked him at this point, but it was, it was very important to me that Jared understand how important my family is to me and how important my relationship with my family and my relationship with my sister was and is. And the fact that he recognized that and really went out of his way to like, not just acknowledge, but kind of honor that and, and make sure that there was space for that, um, Mm -hmm. was like, just incredibly special so that that was um one of a big turning point for me and being like this is somebody that I could um you know see the rest of my life being with wow that's beautiful I would like to say he still does that I will randomly if I know Hannah's having a bad week I'll text him and be like hey can you pick up and I will be very specific be like (laughs) can you pick up like a candy a tea a candle and he'll be like yep I got it and <laughs> um, like I'll be like okay we're gonna do this self-care kit for Hannah or this like feel better thing and he is so amazing about it and he's just like okay yeah sounds good but it's I think from from being here and obviously Jared is here and I love him and you are there and I love you like having having this relation, having the fact that the two of you have a relationship, mm-hmm. um, is really special. And the fact that like, you know, the two of you chat about, you know, like on Snapchat or whatever, or, you know, whatever it is, there's like communication that's happening, that there's like a relationship. Um, and that, you know, you kind of enable, like he kind of enables, us to have more of a relationship for there to be things like him picking something up because I can order something on on um target mm-hmm. and have you do it like a curbside pickup um pretty easily but it's a lot harder for you to do that in reverse mm. so Jared is like your target app <laughs> <laughs> he really is thanks Jared for being target for me <laughs> um back to the original question though did when they started dating did you think in your mind that Hannah would move abroad that she would move Um, to Australia I think I was like I don't know which way it's going to be at first like Mm. Hannah moved there and then they were here but when they were talking about like moving to Australia again uh, I was like yeah no they're not coming back and it was more of like what made me think about it is when people would be like oh yeah she'll be back in like two years I was like no she won't like (laughs) She's, she's building a life. There's not going to be back and forth. So, like, I kind of just have that in my head, um, which mm. is great for me because I plan on becoming rich to the point where I have a whole other house in my house for Hannah's family to stay when they come here. Oh, beautiful. And that's where you went into social work, right? Yeah, you were that's like, why I'm going to get social work because it pays so well. Oh, my gosh. Um, so funny. Like there is still a chance. I mean, we've been here, we've been here a year and a half now. There's no, there's no like for sure definite, but we're not moving back in six months. That no, actually. You own a house. Yeah. That was and kind have a job of the, like, and are okay. for permanent residency. Yeah. Like yeah. those 
steps are like, okay, yeah, this is, there's work being put into staying in Australia. I am <laughs> so okay with it because technology exists. If we we're in the time of yeah. letters, yeah. I would be like, Hannah, come back, please. <laughs> Your ink and quill. See her face. Come back, yeah. dearest. my dearest sister. <laughs> Here's a lock of my hair, and come back. <laughs> I cut it again. Like, yeah, that's what it would be. Is like, um, update on my hair. It's now three different colors, and I cut it off. Here's a each hair color. Except for by Take the time it. it got here, it would be like all grown out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, my I wouldn't question. be able to like, oh yeah, go ahead. No, no, keep going. Um, yeah, it would be all grown out and I wouldn't be able to like target order you two different types of hair gel to figure out how to style <laughs> it appropriately. The hair you got me works so well. I haven't used the mousse yet. I'm going to use it when my hair gets longer. Cause oh yeah, good call. I've gotten lots of compliments on my hair since your Target hair pace has come. Oh, it's that. yours. You made it yourself. <laughs> Sent it to Target. I love, I love doing Target pickup orders for Rachel. I mean, not like I sponsor, like doing it for not other a sponsor. People. Yeah, sponsor. <laughs> unless you want to. Target. Oh my gosh, I'm amazing. Yeah, imagine. Um, be a really weird podcast for them to sponsor. <laughs> Being yeah, not I mean, based it would be in like Target Circle. But not based in the U.S. Anyways, um, yeah, it's fun because there's no like minimum order, and so sometimes like I'll just do random things. <laughs> sometimes there are things that I want to try, like um, <laughs> sriracha almonds. Yeah, That's or good, what did by I? The way. A while ago, I ordered you like this like rainbow uh, macaroni and cheese, rainbow. Um, what was it? Rainbow unicorn macaroni and cheese? Yeah, I don't think I've made that yet. I do have hot dogs to make with macaroni and cheese. So maybe there you I'll go. Have, no, I have I've got Ethiopian food in the fridge, so but maybe another day. That sounds better than rainbow <laughs> macaroni and cheese. <laughs> yeah. One of them's a little higher quality. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Um my last question, I know that we've we've kind of talked about it really this whole time, but are there anything, is there anything specifically that you think has changed or grown your relationship during the last 18 months of Hannah living here? Oh, I thought you were going to say like during your life, I was like, yeah, Hannah's there yeah, when from, I'm having breakdowns. From birth? This <laughs> of how you've I grown think, and changed since birth, please. <laughs> I think learning to talk had a really big impact. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think one of the big things, I don't know if this for you, Han, is one, but like having not having the pressure to do like weekly calls or anything because my, I mean, it is busy, but also it kind of just feels more real when it's just like, oh, we can text or like, hey, I thought of this or like, hey, let's take some time to do it where that feels a lot more like I know that we're doing this because we both want to be here. Yeah. We often I end up laughing so hard every time. It always goes there's no like topic. It's not like let me present to you what has gone on the past week. It's like mm -hmm. literally just the most random stuff and I'm pretty sure I end up like crying laughing most times. 
Yeah, because it'll be like, oh my gosh, can I call you? I have to show you something. So, you know, often it's like funny things or fun things, which I think that um, I, I think I'm kind of, I buck the, um, I'm like two or three years off from, from Gen Z. I'm, I'm a millennial, but I'm, I'm like kind of on the cusp oh, yeah. a little bit. Rachel's like, no, I'm right on up. the cusp. Yeah, I'm a millennial. Yeah. But I, I buck the trend a little bit that, um, I really, really like phone calls. I like, don't, they, I, they don't bother me at all. Right. Um, I think that might be a family thing. I also no, really like phone calls. Like no. when I am at work, it's like, let me call this person. Yeah, it genuinely doesn't bother me at all. So like, I think that that's nice because it doesn't bother us at all. But I think that if, if that is like a barrier and it is for some people, like not wanting to just pick up the phone, we do, I often, it's not just calling. It's like texting, like, oh my gosh, I have, there's nothing bad, but can I give you a quick call? Or like mm-hmm. the funniest thing just happened. Can I call you? Or do you have a second? Yeah. Or honestly, often it's like, are you up? Because I don't know what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like a chance you are, and there's a chance you aren't, um, which, you know, so that's, that has been, you know, cause just to have kind of those off the cuff moments has been really nice. But every once in a while saying like, are you free Thursday morning? I'll give yeah. you a call for work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is. Um, but I, I think that something that's happened, um, this is a little unfortunate on my end as I was really struggling. Um, I was actually really struggling at work and um, had some like really bad experiences. I was just feeling really really awful a couple times at work and just needed to like talk to somebody and somebody who you know I trusted and and I mm-hmm. knew who I cared for and who I knew cared for me um to be honest I did not check the time but I was like look I I, I know I can call Rachel and they will pick mm-hmm. up and they will like talk to me through this for a little bit mm-hmm. and then I can go back about my day and they can go back to sleep, probably. <laughs> you know, but, I would not wake up. I'm going to be honest. I'm usually, I have been awake every time you've called. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, but I think that that has been really helpful because, you know, part of a relationship is just wanting to like chit chat and have fun. Mm-hmm. Another part of it is, is relying on that person and trusting that person to be there for you when you're having a bad time, not just laughing about pineapples, which is also an important part of a relationship. But I think that has been um, really like a game changer. I I wish I was not having a bad time, but it is nice to know that when I am or that when Rachel is, that we're able to, um, you know, pick up the phone and and call the other person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, even in college, I was like, I knew that if I was having a panic attack, calling Hannah was like, okay, I know that it was like, as weird as it sounds, better than taking medication because it was like, Hannah can get me to calm down in three minutes. This medication is going to take 30. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know which is the better option if I'm able to get it. Um, and also just having like somebody to be able to say like, hey, these are valid feelings or like, mm-hmm. hey, you, your feelings are valid. These thoughts, maybe not so realistic. Yeah which is always nice. I, it's helpful to be able to feel comfortable talking about mental health too. And like, Mm. that is, I feel like in any relationship, but especially in like familial relationships where we've kind of had this weird time in 
society where it's like becoming more of the norm to be okay talking about it. I mean, we also yeah. come from a family of social workers, so that probably has something to do with it. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I stuff. think that's important. So like leaving space for both of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the fun, silly things. But it is funny because there are people that like I, we video my parents um, every weekend, Jared and I do. And we video my grandparents every other week. Um, and ha- so we have like a standing time to catch up and talk to my parents and my grandparents. Rachel and I don't have that. And I think that it it works for yeah. us. Yeah. Like I think like it, it's, I think that you find the right cadence mm-hmm. for each relationship. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Well, Rachel, thanks so much for taking the time out of your very, very busy schedule to hang out with us. We appreciate it. I mean, it's, <laughs> I really, it. I'm glad that I can be a part of it. I fully support <laughs> the podcast. I love it. It's like, yeah. in my busy life, when I am like, I just want to be able to be home, I listen to the podcast because oh, I know, it's so cheesy. Oh, I love that. And as Rachel has mentioned, in this podcast you can find us on instagram you can slide into those sweet sweet dms um oh and <laughs> you're right i'm oh and well oh, yes and of, of course on tiktok find us both on instagram and tiktok at will be right underscore podcast come hang out with us there yeah wow rachel's really rachel's really keeping you accountable so she's plugging <laughs> us I do constantly. There's so many people who like don't really need to know about your podcast. I'm like, hey, (laughs) do you want to hear my sister and her friend talk? (laughs) You'd love it. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Well, I think this week, whether we are calling each other crying from the bathroom floor or on a weekly catch up, I think we'll be right. I think we'll be right. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs)